quite a few community members here on our side of things and i'm sure chase will be able to to pop in here as well but um just to get started uh super excited to kick off another incredible injective ama today um we're super excited and lucky to have neptune finance um up here with us today and, and the founding team members who will get to introduce themselves uh shortly um but with that, just to get started, you know, wanted to note that this is a recorded space. Our users and community members always have the opportunity to come back um, and, and take a listen into kind of what's the hottest and latest new things within the injective ecosystem. So with that being said, kind of want to kick it over to KJ and just, you know, allow you to give a brief introduction on yourself, um, as well as kind of Neptune and kind of, you know, the reason for the space today, and then we can jump into things. Sounds great. I'd like to say first off, thanks for hosting this space and uh, letting people get more educated on Neptune. I'm pretty excited to be working with Objective. Uh, Neptune's been live for a week, so we're hoping to get more people involved and keep growing it along with the Injective ecosystem. But I can um, I can speak to a bit of an introduction to myself. So I'm one of the founders of the Neptune Protocol. Uh, we started building Neptune about a couple of years ago. Uh, but myself, I've been in crypto for about eight plus years. Um, I'm an electric, electronics engineer by background and kind of started my crypto journey in solar powered mining rigs, which was more fun than it was profitable. Uh, but that got me into trading, which then eventually got me into DeFi because I was always interested in this open nature of finance that DeFi had to offer. Uh, we started Neptune with a small team of four people. We've been growing since. Awesome. Great stuff. And and think we're also waiting on the Neptune account as well um, on Chase's side of things. Um, but hopefully we can get that sorted out here in, in the moment. So, you know, while we wait for that side of things, would love to, you know, for our you know viewers and listeners who, who are not familiar, could you briefly explain kind of what Neptune is and, and how kind of the, the Neptune lending protocol works? Sure thing. To give the quick overview, uh, Neptune Finance in its current state uh, is an advanced lending and borrow market. So the analogy we always use is like, we are the Aave for injective. So what a lending and borrow market, a money market enables is the two functions of people use, being able to lend out tokens to earn a yield and other people being able to borrow tokens with a collateralized position. Meaning you can come to Neptune, you can say put up um, your injective or your Bitcoin as collateral, and borrow a position against it. And there's a whole bunch of different reasons that people would borrow uh, tokens for you know, personal use, for certain trading activities, uh, people chasing yields in other fashions. Uh, but that's what Neptune is, enables. Like a lending market is one of the DeFi primitives. And in the injective ecosystem, the other pre primitive is swapping. And 
The injective order books and Helix have been enabling swapping for a while now, and it does it fantastically. It's one of the best systems for enabling trading in DeFi. And now along comes Neptune, and we've enabled the other primitive that was missing, which is lending and borrowing. So we're really happy to be a part of that synergy for injective. Awesome stuff. Yeah, super excited, you know, both personally and also for our entire ecosystem. I've gotten to, you know, head over to Neptune, trial out, you know, using the protocol and, and think there's some really unique aspects to the product. Um, it can even take it, you know, above and beyond and similar to, to Aave um, as well. So excited to, to jump into, you know, some of those things today. Um, could, you know, with the, the kind of the next question, can you explain the value of lending in DeFi um, and, and how, you know, lending within DeFi works and unlocks new utility for an entire ecosystem, specifically the injective ecosystem in this case? Also, Chase, great to see that, that we finally got you up here. Apologies for any technical difficulties. Yeah, nice to be here. Thanks, Cooper. Glad you made it. Um, yeah, I can talk to the, you know, the primitive of lending, which has been one of these fundamental aspects of finance for centuries. You know, since money existed, people have lent money to other people as well. Um, so in traditional finance, you know, with what people are familiar with, lending comes in the form of depositing money in your bank. You put cash into a bank account, you put it into a savings, and what the bank facilitates is it takes your savings and it lends it out to other borrowers. And those borrowers may be businesses, uh, it'll be credit card users, it'll be mortgage holders, it'll be private loans for, say, something like a car. What lending does in DeFi is it codifies the functions of a bank and it takes out that middleman and makes it trustless. So what lending enables is People who have access in DeFi, you know, DeFi is this fantastic system to be able to manage your money freely and have custody over your money. So money markets like Neptune Finance allow users to be able to lend out and earn a passive yield on their tokens that they're holding, you know, theoretically their savings, to enable seamlessly borrowers to come into the system and start borrowing and they, you know, they pay an interest fee to borrow. And that interest fee is paid back to the lenders because the lenders are the one who are providing the liquidity and are enabling this functionality. Awesome. Awesome. Very well, very well explained. So, uh, you know, to talk about that, I think conceptually, I definitely understand it, you know, end to end, but would love to understand, right? Like with that being the case, what, what's available on Neptune today um, and what types of assets if I'm a community member, you know, could I go about kind of potentially utilizing with Neptune today as it stands? Yeah, so Neptune's still very much in its early stage. We are very uh, focused when it comes to risk and growth of the protocol. We want to make sure it's safe for the users and safe for the protocol as well. So what we have listed in Neptune so far is just a few assets. We have available uh, the injective token, we have Atom, and we have USDT. And all of those tokens currently can be lent to Neptune. So you can lend it out and earn a passive yield on that token. You can also borrow those tokens. Those tokens additionally can be used as collateral. So theoretically, one of the paths you could take is you're a lender and you have USDT. It's just sitting in your wallet on injective. You're waiting for an opportunity to use it. While you're waiting, you can go to Neptune and you can lend out your USDT and you can earn a yield on that while someone else is borrowing it. And once you find an opportunity to use your USDT for something, you pull it out of Neptune and you go use it. And you pull it out with all the interest that you earned. 
Additionally, if you're a borrower and say you're an injective holder and you're holding it for the long term and you want to be able to get some value out of your injective without selling it, you could bring your injective to Neptune and you can put it into the system as collateral. And this will enable you to borrow against your injective. So you could borrow USDT against your injective or you could borrow Atom. And then you could go ahead and you know, say one of your use cases is you just need some short-term cash. So you borrow some USDT from Neptune and maybe you go buy a car or something with it. Or you find a, a yield opportunity in DeFi. There's something you want to jump, jump on. So you go borrow some cash from Neptune and you can leverage your position. You can get access to more capital through this function. Yeah, no, great, great example. I definitely personally have seen across, you know, the interoperability of different protocols across the injective ecosystem, you know, being able to, as just noted, take advantage of yield without having to swap out of existing collateral. Definitely think there's a lot of existing use cases there um, as well. So with that being, you know, said, huge congrats on the launch and, and the awesome kind of launch there of Neptune and all the, you know, great deposits you guys have seen as well as the borrows. What features are available now for mainnet users and, and what are some interesting features that we can you know, likely expect in the future? I, will, I think I'll talk to you know, some of the technical aspects of those features and then I'll let Seeds jump in and talk about you know, how a user can take advantage of those. So Neptune has quite a big roadmap and it's pretty exciting to you know, be developing those features out for the future. But what is available there today is users have the ability to lend and in lending an asset, you receive a receipt token. And this receipt token, you know, we'll get into a bit more, um, but it's a yield-bearing token for your lending position. Additionally, if you're a borrower, you can come to the platform and you can lock up your collateral and borrow assets against it. What Neptune enables is the ability to create cross-margin. Uh, so you can lock up multiple different types of collateral and borrow against them. And we also enable sub-accounts. And server accounts are a feature where traditionally in other lending markets, if you want to have two separate positions that don't affect each other, you have to manage multiple wallets and yet then you have to manage multiple gas for those wallets. It gets complicated and messy. So with sub accounts in Neptune, you can create multiple positions. You know, for example, theoretically, you could have a long-term position on Bitcoin and you're using Bitcoin as collateral and you're borrowing a small position against it. But you see a short-term opportunity in the market. So what you could do is create a new sub-account and create a riskier position that if it were to be liquidated, um, you would not be affecting your original position. Uh, so this allows users to create you know, diversified strategies and how they manage their assets and how they control their risk as well. Um, additionally, some more of the, the backend features going on is one of the biggest innovations that we've brought to Neptune Finance is a PID-controlled interest rate. And what this is, is it's an algorithmic controller that actually reshapes the curve in which interest rates are measured against. Um, and what this curve is doing is it's targeting an ideal utilization. You know, Neptune built, is built from the ground up to be capital efficient. And with this curve in targeting an ideal utilization, it's been very dynamic to the supply and demand for lending and borrowing in DeFi markets. And it's constantly readjusting the borrow rates based on that supply and demand. And this actually makes Neptune far more competitive in its rates compared to all neighboring markets. 
So if you're lending and borrowing with Neptune, on average, you're always going to have a better uh, borrow rate or a lending yield because of this dynamic interest rate. So with all these you know, functions together, um, you know, through the front end, a user can be able to perform a lot of actions within Neptune. But additionally, all these features bring new opportunities for developers. You know, with sub-accounts, you can much easier create uh, you know, secondary leveraged uh, protocols by using, utilizing Neptune, and that's a much easier development process for that. But I think I'll let Seeds jump in and talk to how users you know, can potentially find opportunities in using some of these features in Neptune. Yeah, sure. Um, I am so excited about Neptune being live. The PID controller helping uh, improve rates is going to create so many opportunities for both lenders and borrowers. That we're only in our first week, uh, one year or even a few months from now. I, I cannot wait to see what our rates are going to be because that PID controller is constantly tuning itself to find the most competitive rate. And that creates opportunities for traders and for uh, people who are creating or people who are looking for opportunities for uh, yields. So one that we came across recently that I am particularly interested in is using Neptune, using something like Injective as collateral, then borrowing USDT against it, and then going on the Helix order book and making a short position in order to make uh, a yield off of the funding rate. Now, I've only been testing this for a couple of days, but this is just one strategy of many that seems like Neptune can provide much lower rates on one side, and there are opportunities on the other side to use the borrowed tokens. And we're gonna be uh, exploring quite a few more of these. And this is actually what our, in the future, we plan to create vaults that will do these automatically for users. But we're so excited for not only for users and traders, but also for builders and other treasuries uh, to find these opportunities using Neptune and using their treasury tokens to uh, improve the liquidity in their ecosystems or to just um, borrow against a, a token that they don't want to sell. So I am so excited for Neptune to be alive and I can't, I can't wait to see how many new opportunities our users find. Yeah, totally. And the, that, that PID sounds really novel and, and awesome stuff. Excited to really learn and read up more myself on that. So with that concept, it seems like kind of the most basic function for a user tuning in today would be lending some assets to Neptune. Um, and, and with that kind of, you know, why do lenders receive these these forms of receipt tokens that have been previously mentioned? And what are the significances of holding them? Um, you know, how can they be redeemed? Kind of bring us through for a user listening today, how lending works. Sure. So lending is one of the most straightforward actions you can perform in Neptune. And we wanted to make that as simple as possible because it should be simple. So if you're, you know, coming to the Neptune platform, which is, you know, uh, app.nep.finance, then you will first be presented with the market overview page where you get to see all the details of Neptune markets. The next tab is the lending page. From this page, you, you would look at what assets you have in your wallet. You know, currently available, you've got USDT, Injective, and Atom. Um, you can simply choose how much you want to lend and deposit that into the platform. And once that's done, you are earning yield on those tokens. Um, when you deposit those assets into Neptune, say it's USDT, 
in return, you were presented with a receipt token. And we are calling these N tokens or N assets. And this receipt token represents your position in the lending pool in Neptune. And it's a yield-bearing token. So I think most DeFi users now are very familiar with yield-bearing tokens, especially in liquid staking derivatives. So if you've got a liquid staking derivative, you know this derivative is compounding in value over time. And that's exactly what's happening with N tokens. And one of the big reasons we wanted to enable N tokens is to give lenders more use case for their lending deposits. Um, so we enable, from this primitive, we enable even more functionality. So now that you have deposits in Neptune, in your wallet, you have, say, NUSDT. It's your receipt token to USDT. What can be done with this USDT is that can be sent to another user. If you're trying to make a payment, say just like you would send money between your banks, typically if you want to pay someone in modern history, you wouldn't pull cash out of your account to give them the cash and they would put it back into their own account. Instead, you would send money from bank to bank. And that's what you would be doing by sending an, an asset to someone else. If you're trying to make a payment to them, you can pay them in, in assets. And now they hold on to those lending deposits and can withdraw them at any time. Um, additionally, with these N assets, because they're a yield-bearing token, they open up additional opportunities for development on top of these N assets. You could be using these N assets as collateral in uh, additional money markets or any other systems. Like other protocols could develop a method of, say, your NUSDT, you could lock into their protocol and the yield generated by that NUSDT could be used to auto invest into another token or into a yield strategy while maintaining your original capital in that USDT. Um, but most importantly, what N assets enable is additional functionality within the Neptune protocol itself. So when you look at you know, common lending markets in DeFi, usually when you want to use a collateral in the protocol, you have to lend by default. So you've got Bitcoin you want to use as collateral. You have to lend it out at the same time. This presents you. Uh, collateral users with lending risks. So what Neptune enables is, if you want to bring Bitcoin to Neptune as collateral, you can either use Bitcoin as collateral uh, on its own, or you can lend the Bitcoin out first, you receive a receipt token, and you use that receipt token as collateral into the Neptune protocol. This separates the risks of collateral provision and uh, solvency risks when it comes to lending. So this was a you know, architectural design choice for security as well as you know, this definitely plays into capital efficiency when it comes to using these receipt tokens in secondary markets and in Neptune itself. Awesome stuff. You guys really are providing a, a great you know, context for, for all of our users in terms of how they can utilize Neptune. Now to jump over to the next piece is, you know, for users looking to borrow, what are the requirements they should be aware of? What should they be taking into consideration, et cetera? Sure. So borrowing, like I was just saying, you go onto the Neptune website, there's a tab there that is labeled borrow. This is where you would go to open up a sub-account. So the first time you borrow from Neptune Finance, you have to create a sub-account and deposit assets into it. 
So you would be depositing a collateral asset into it. And say you're going to be depositing uh, injective into the sub-account. You've got 100 injective, you deposit it into your sub-account. That injective is now counted as collateral value in Neptune. And on the Neptune dashboard there in your borrow page, you get to see all the metrics of, you know, what's the value of your collateral, what's the value of your borrow position, and most importantly, what's your account health. Your account health is a metric of how close your account is to being liquidated. And there's, I won't go too deep, but there's a calculation in how that account health is measured against the, you know, the LTV of the collateral assets. But the important aspect is keep your account above health one and you're not at risk of getting liquidated. If it does fall below one, you will be potentially at risk of being liquidated. So now that you have collateral in Neptune, you can now borrow against that collateral. So you'll be able to see a list of what's available to borrow in that page and say you want to borrow USDT against it. So you, you select USDT, you select how much you want to borrow, say 500 USDT, uh, you hit confirm that transaction and you now have 500 USDT in your wallet. And now you can do whatever you want with that USDT. If you ever want to remove your injective as collateral from Neptune entirely, you would first now have to repay your debt in the system. So you would have to repay that USDT. And users have to keep in mind is as they're borrowing, they're paying an interest rate. They're paying a rate to the privilege to have access to that money. So when you repay your USDT, you'll also have to repay the interest that came with that as well to fully unlock your collateral and withdraw it. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, great stuff there. Kind of jumping into to the next question from here is, you know, how much can a user borrow in this system? What's the maximum LTV? And like also in terms of the caps that have been set, can you guys explain kind of the high level of the caps that exist currently and, and what we can expect in the future, et cetera? Yeah, I can speak to a couple of reviews there. So like I said before, Neptune's still in its early stages and we're still testing a lot of systems. So a lot of the caps that we have on right now are pretty conservative and we're growing those over time as the limits are tested. And you know, users can tune into our Discord and uh, our Twitter pages to see when uh, lending, lending caps, collateral caps, and borrowing caps all get updated. Uh, so those will be done periodically, you know, uh, a few times a week potentially. Um, the maximum LTV that a user can take against their tokens is dependent on the token. You know, each token presents its own risks and its own volatility. Um, but on average right now, the maximum LTV is about 70%. So if you've got $100 worth of Atom in our system, you can borrow up to $70 of USDT against it. That's what 70% LTV measures out to. But because Neptune is a cross-margin enabled system, you are able to mix your collaterals. So you could mix in USDT as a collateral type with your Atom. And right now, USDT has a higher LTV than uh, Adam does. So your overall LTV will then be an average of those two, depending on you know, the weight of Adam and USDT in that sub-account. So this is all reflected back in your account health. And that's why we built the account health metric, because this is an easier way to display the leverage against your account as you start mixing collaterals and borrow positions. Got it. Awesome stuff. Awesome. 
Um, and, and thanks for noting that. That was pretty comprehensive on my end as well. Also to get a better understanding in terms of how I can, you know, essentially cross collateralize different forms of, of, of assets that are being lent to the protocol. So on to the next question, as Neptune moves to a fresh new phase, is there any exclusive benefit to the injective community? Can Neptune kind of talk about, you know, how INJ specifically um, is, is helpful within the ecosystem? And then, you know, generally speaking, is there any benefit for testnet users who, who you know, utilize the, the protocol in some different ways? Yeah, I can speak to the fact that, like, uh, we're putting a lot of focus on injective and its functionality inside the ecosystem. Like, there's a lot of value um, currently in that token. And what Neptune enables is the ability to extract some of that value and put it back into the ecosystem. But when it comes to the other communities, I'll let C talk to everyone who we've um, been working with currently. Yeah, we, uh, we, I had quite a few supporters, um, both from Testnet, both even early in our development a year and a half ago. There's been people who have been kicking around and providing advice, giving feedback on designs on our app, and have just been with us for so long that we intend to make sure that everybody who has supported us along the way will get some sort of perk or reward. Uh, we are still working this out and we will be announcing it likely next week, but we wanna make sure that everyone knows that all of the support is, is very welcomed and uh, we appreciate it. And we're gonna do what we can to make sure that not only are we rewarding supporters, but we're also encouraging adoption and getting more users to come to mainnet, uh, testing out the lend and borrow functions and uh, being involved in our community on Discord. Uh, these are all great things and we're gonna do what we can to make sure that uh, everyone's rewarded and we're gonna be creating an ambassador program as well to keep those rewards going for, for those who are contributing the most. Nice, definitely some, some alpha there for our listeners. Um, thanks so much for that. So on to kind of the next question is, can you share some use cases and benefits for different types of, of users that, that you've mentioned previously? Specifically, right, like who benefits the most, uh, you know, in the next couple of months utilizing Neptune? Is it people that are doing things such as lending USDT? Is it people such as long-term holders of different tokens, um, arbitragers, builders, DAOs? Like, like how operable is Neptune and, and what are the plans? and future use cases. Yeah, I can speak to you know, several functions on that. Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot of you know, functions that these, this DeFi proven enables. And you know, we're currently in conversations with a lot of different protocol teams on Injective, being able to utilize Neptune and their protocols to enable additional functionality for a greater user base. Um, but as you know, a straightforward user today, one of the, the biggest use cases is you're a long-term holder of, say, Atom or Injective. And you're going to be holding this thing you know, for the next year, maybe the next decade. But there's a lot of value in that token. And you want to be able to enable it uh, to do something else. So the most straightforward use case is you lock that uh, token in Neptune and be able to borrow against it. Um, so this enables you to extract value against your token that you're not selling, and you can get that value out without having to sell your token. Um, a big additional use case is arbitrages. And there's a couple different arbitrages here. So I'll first talk about uh, rate arbitraging. 
And this is maybe more of a novel thing that's come with the innovations of Neptune's PID controlled rights in that because Neptune's rates are dynamic and they're constantly changing based on supply and demand, we open up a lot of opportunity for users to arbitrage rates between you know, two competing money markets. So an example there is it may be very cheap to borrow USDT on Neptune. And you know, one of the other lending protocols that recently launched on Injected is Island or in the Cosmos ecosystem, there's a few other lending protocols as well. You would be able to borrow USDT from Neptune very cheaply and then go lend it out to another protocol at a higher rate. So this is the, uh, an arbitrage rate between protocols, which you know, increases the velocity of money between these ecosystems. So there's, you know, you're just collecting on the spread during that opportunity. Um, the other aspect of arbitrages, which most people are more familiar with in finance, is the function of swapping between exchanges. So you know, say on, on Helix, um, the price of Bitcoin is cheaper than it is on uh, somewhere on Ethereum. So what you would be doing is you'd be buying up Bitcoin for cheap on Helix and selling it somewhere on Ethereum. What Neptune enables is it, these arbitrages may be sitting on a lot of tokens, but they do most of their swaps in stable coins. Um, so firstly, it, these arbitrages can put their assets into Neptune and borrow against them and enable more capital for their arbitrage practices. And this also works with market makers as well. There's a lot of market makers in the injective ecosystem who are sitting on bags of injective, so they can put their bags into Neptune, unlock more capital, and then increase liquidity in the DEXs in the injective ecosystem for market making. Um, additionally, Neptune does enable flash loans, which is you know, this incredibly novel feature of DeFi money markets where you can take out a loan and repay it in the same block without putting up any capital. And you know, the loan doesn't succeed if it's not paid within the same block. So it has to be repaid. Uh, right now, we haven't opened up that feature for everyone. It's a you know, privileged whitelist to access because it is a process that's been manipulated in the past. And that's why we're taking a lot of precautions in how we design around flash loans. And actually, there'll be some creative things around um, tokenomics and how flash loans plays into that. Uh, but flash loans give arbitrages access to instantaneous liquidity, and ultimately, this stabilizes prices within the injected ecosystem for that. Um, so that's more of the, you know, the technical traders. Seeds, I don't know if there's anyone else to talk to about functionalities in Neptune. Uh, well, right now, it'll be the borrowers will have the biggest opportunities because as Neptune, we've only been alive for one week and we're still finding more and more borrowers. So our rates are incredibly low. So there are a lot of opportunities for borrowers right now. And I would like to speak a little bit more about builders because the Neptune protocol is incredibly modular. We've talked about its efficiency with its PID controller, but we haven't we haven't talked about what the modularity of all these sub accounts, the ability to cross margin or isolate margin, what that means when you're building a protocol on top of Neptune. And this is how we actually began. We began creating a integration into another money market. And this was back when Terra existed and we all know how that came to be, how that ended. But uh, we learned a lot through that process and we've learned 
what added value additional builders can create on top of a lending market. And if there's any builders listening here, I would, if you have any ideas of things you wanted to build using Neptune, please join us on Discord and open the ticket because we'd be, we'd be happy to chat with you. And we're excited to get those processes started now that we're live over the next few months to see what integrations we can, um, we can add. And that could be vaults or some sort of a, a smart routing system that use borrowed capital um, in a process of a swap or you name it. There's, there's tons of different things that can be built using our features and we're, we're anticipating uh, what's to come. And I'll just to add on to the end of that, something we skipped over was the, you know, when it comes to DAOs and treasury management on chain, um, previously there were a lot of uh, places to be able to use your tokens on injective that were um, secure. As in, you know, there was opportunity to earn yield, but it was, you know, higher risk. You know, when it comes to lending, it's a pretty low risk activity. So if you're a DAO and you're sitting on capital, typically that capital isn't actively used. And, you know, everyone knows with inflation, that's losing money over time. So if you're sitting on a bunch of stable coins, that DAO can be lending them to Neptune and earning that yield passively while that capital is unused. So lending is a, you know, a great passive functionality that makes it easy to earn yield for a lot of different types of communities. Yeah, awesome. Great notes across the board there. And now kind of want to get into my like kind of favorite personal part of this, right? And that's how liquidations work within Neptune. Um, you know, as many of our listeners know, from an injective perspective, every application in some way is kind of boiling down and interacting with the native exchange module on injective. And, and I think from my perspective, Neptune's case is one of the most interesting. So kind of wanted you to take us through kind of how liquidations work, how the risk assessment works relative to liquidations, order really plays a role in that, um, and, and, and how this partnership with Injective is going to continue to grow so bright. Yeah, we actually had a lot of fun designing the uh, liquidation uh, mechanisms because we, we did a lot of study when designing this money market in the impact of liquidations in previous history. And we've had some quite significant you know, black swan moments in DeFi. You had the USTD peg, you had um, the STETH peg, you've had toxic assets just go to zero. Um, so there's a lot of good case studies in what liquidations and you know, uh, assets rapidly losing value does to money markets and to the greater ecosystem. So you know, as we were designing Neptune, our concerns are, we want this to be capital efficient and we want this to have a positive impact on the surrounding ecosystem. So an innovation we brought to liquidations is our dynamic liquidation rate. And before I jump into that, I'll just talk about the, how you can be a liquidator. So Neptune is a first come first serve race condition for liquidation. So if there is a borrower whose account health goes below one, so therefore their account is in a bad position, they are at risk of being liquidated, which means a liquidator can now come and repay their debt and seize their collateral with a premium. So that premium is an incentive for a liquidator to perform their job. And as a liquidator is performing their job, they're keeping the money market solvent. They're making sure lenders will always be able to withdraw their lending deposits because of this. We chose the race condition over you know, lockup conditions previously. I'm not sure like 
if you're coming from, say, the uh, Terra Classic ecosystem, some users may be familiar with the, the lockup condition for liquidations, where you had to lock your collateral into a protocol and park it there and wait for a liquidation to become available. We chose not to go with that design because that locked liquidity is, it's unused liquidity, it's inefficient, it's inactive. If you wanna be efficient in finance, your money should always be doing something. You know, money makes money. So we were against this and that's why we went with the race condition because if you are an effective liquidator, you're automating a lot of your systems and you will be automating, say, you perform a lot of liquidations with USDT, you're probably using your USDT somewhere else. And once a liquidation becomes available, you move it from that process, you perform a liquidation, you capture your profit, and you put your money back into an active system. And this is uh, this increases the velocity of money in, in the surrounding ecosystem and in injective, and makes all that money more efficient. So you know, we wanted to make sure money wasn't just sitting there doing nothing. Um, to get back to dynamic liquidation rates, as I just explained, as a liquidator performs their job and repays debt, they seize collateral at a premium. Um, and this premium is typically measured on how much incentive does a liquidator need during a volatile market for liquidating that asset? Because typically a liquidator will try and realize their profits immediately. So if you're paying back a UST debt, and you're seizing an atom as collateral with a premium, typically a liquidator immediately sells that atom on market and gets and realizes it to a stable coin like USDT again. Um, so depending how big that premium is, impacts the sell pressure on the market during these volatile events. And that's why we came up with a dynamic liquidation premium. So how this premium works is that once a user's account health goes below one, the minimum dynamic liquidation premium is active. And say that premium may be 5%. So a 5% instant profit is a great incentive to be liquidating. But if the markets are volatile and you know, say Adam's losing price pretty rapidly, it's hard to realize your profit immediately on that 5%. So that stops liquidators performing their job, which means this sub-account is potentially going lower in its account health. And as it does that, the premium for that discount starts to increase. So for Adam, it may start at a lower 5% and then increase to up to 15%. And this makes sure that during volatile events, there is still a profit metric for a liquidator to perform their job. Because above everything else, we're trying to protect solvency in the Neptune market. Um, it, all these systems combined create a competitive condition for liquidations, which anyone can participate in, and ultimately reduces the impact during these liquidation events. Because say with Aave, liquidation premiums there are fixed, and they're typically fixed to the higher rate because they need to make sure during their volatile events, liquidators can be profitable. So during a volatile event around Neptune, our premiums start low, which ultimately means there is less sell pressure and less impact on the market during these events. So Neptune avoids enabling these cascading liquidations. Yeah. yeah, and I'd like to add that Neptune also introduces a partial liquidation threshold. 
So other borrowing platforms might liquidate your account entirely the second it goes uh, under one or once it's unhealthy. But with Neptune for larger accounts, I believe accounts over $1,000 or so, uh, they will be liquidated in tranches. So it, it's only going to liquidate you until your account health goes back up to 1.03, rather than uh, liquidating you entirely, taking all the collateral and the account being gone. And what this does is it helps the ecosystem from having mass sales happening all at once. So if there's one borrower who's borrowing a ton and it goes unhealthy and then it gets liquidated in another system where it takes all the collateral, that would be one massive sell event on an order book or on a money or on a uh, AMM of some kind. And that creates even more volatility and that helps create these cascading events, which we want to avoid at all costs. So we introduced a partial liquidation threshold, which will also help um, surrounding markets with the volatility. And just to add to that, all these um, you know, dynamic premiums and partial liquidation thresholds we're talking about are all being tested in real markets currently. So we're, we're doing a good job of collecting a lot of data. So these will all be updated as we get more familiar with how the market reacts around Neptune. Awesome stuff and definitely very interesting on the side of partial liquidations and, and how those liquidations work. So great work, team. Um, for the rest of our listeners, I, I think we kind of saved the rest for last. And, you know, you guys have an incredible leaderboard, which I've taken a look at on my side of things. And it's been interesting to understand, as well as several other you know interesting aspects. So can you guys comment at all about the possibility of a token in the future? Um, is there anything that you guys can say from 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 that perspective in any way? Um, just ask because you know many of our community members are are you know in the chats and channels commenting and, and asking and wondering those same things. So any light that you guys can shed? Uh, there's not a ton we can say uh, at this point, but there is some development going on in that realm. But I'll let Chase speak to what's going on with our, our leaderboards and how we're going to reward our community members. Yeah, I spoke to it a little bit earlier. Um, Next week is when we're expecting the announcement on that. So a little more details soon. What I can share now is that the mainnet leaderboard will be weighted much heavier. It'll, it'll be worth a lot more than the testnet leaderboard simply because it is mainnet, it's real funds, um, as well as because it will be running for a little bit longer. We expect to have the mainnet leaderboard up for a few months and we hope to see as many people participate on it as possible. And like we said before, we're going to try to encourage as many people to be involved with Neptune, use Neptune, uh, learn how it works, tell their friends. And we're creating all these programs out now. And I would stay tuned for next week where we could get a little bit more information on exactly what that will look like. Awesome. To, uh, give some, just to give some alpha around the leaderboard for those who are listening. Um, so our testnet leaderboard was very much designed to get users to teach themselves how to use Neptune. And the community did an incredible job at figuring out how the leaderboard worked, and they really worked well together. The mainnet leaderboard is more of a measure of your activity inside of Neptune. So you will be rewarded for lending, and you will be rewarded you know, four to five times as much for borrowing. Um, and this will be a measure of the size of your positions and how long those positions will be in Neptune 4. So 
Just a head up, heads up for those who are currently using Neptune, because our caps are low and they're getting filled up pretty quickly, you know, once the leaderboard is active, you'll immediately start earning points. So if you get your positions in early, you'll probably start ranking up on that leaderboard faster. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much for, for sharing that at end of things as well. Lastly, kind of, you know, as we wrap up the space here and get it to our last minutes here, I want to give you guys the floor to share any additional kind of uh, kind of closing comments or, you know, upcoming additional things that all our community members should definitely take a look at or get involved in or, or be aware of. Yeah, just to kind of leak some other alpha, I guess. Um, there's probably a few topics we didn't talk to today, but we'll have other spaces in the future where we are working pretty rapidly with other teams to you know, integrate more functionality between our protocols, as well as uh, additional token listings. So users can stay tuned for liquid staking derivatives for Injective to come to Neptune. And that's going to be a huge use case in the ecosystem for leveraging your LSDs. You know, we'll, also, we'll also be listing some of the, the blue chip tokens like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, we'll be working with the community as well to see where they have demand for what tokens they want to lend and borrow and what are the incentives additional teams want to apply on top of Neptune's lending and borrowing. Um, as well as a couple real-world asset teams, and that excites us a lot to be able to integrate RWAs into the Neptune protocol so you can start using real-world assets to access leverage. Uh, Chase, anything to add to that? Um, I mean, we're, there's a lot <laughs> that we're working on that we're excited about. Um, personally, I'm excited to see some of our first integrations take place. Um, we will be announcing those when they are available, but we're only a week, a week in right now. Uh, we've got lots of stuff in our docs uh, about future advanced features that we intend to bring to the forefront soon. Um, vaults being one of the most exciting ones. Uh, but we're not sure if we have a timeline for that yet as we're still of our mainnet leaderboard and a bunch of other things to get out of the way first. Um, but I think you mentioned most of it, the RWAs, the new tokens, and the LSDs as collateral, those are all incredibly exciting and coming very soon. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more coming to Neptune, especially as we close the funding round. Uh, we're gonna see some pretty rapid growth with Neptune, so stay tuned. I love it, love it. Well, exciting stuff ahead. Again, as noted, there'll be several more opportunities uh, that the Neptune you know, team and, and, and speakers here will also be in front of our community, whether that's AMAs, Twitter, uh, Discord events, et cetera, et cetera. So with that being said, I definitely want to note, thank you guys so much for coming on and, and spending this time with our community. Looking forward to having you on again and looking forward to all the future um, of Neptune and what you guys are building. Um, so again, as we wrap up here, um, huge thanks and huge thanks for everybody for tuning in today. Looking forward to another great AMA again coming soon. Uh, again, pleasure, guys. Chat soon. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks for hosting us. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear flexing broken knots I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knots And then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to 
It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines. They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats, tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tempest Spaces <laughs>